0: A woohooer! A hand clapper, a high fiver. I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, DW void or prohibited by loss. 18 plus.
1: Hello everybody. This episode is sponsored by Formatted Books. Formatted Books is a book design company for independent authors who want to see their written work come alive. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another Ride on the RV. Today we are on the road chatting with Madeline P. Wuber, also known as Maddie Sparkles. Maddie is an intuitive healer, a voice actor, a poet and empowerment coach. She's the author of the poetry book, Sprinkles of Glitter, your 12-month guide to a sparkling ear. So Maddie, welcome to the RV. Lucia, thank you for having me. I love RVs. So you must love being here with us. By the way, how is the weather in Austin?
2: Well, last night there was the hugest thunder and lightning storm, which I absolutely love. I mean, I grew up in Glasgow, Scotland, where it rained a lot. And I really did not enjoy the rain that much there because it was always really cold. But here, oh my goodness, the whole, it felt like the whole building was shaking. And it was this Really grand fort lightning, and it was getting louder and louder. And my little doggy was like cowering and shaking under the blankets. But oh my goodness, it was so exciting! And just like the rain was getting so heavy and bouncing off the ground. But it's really hot outside, and so I this is very new to me. But wow, thunder and lightning storms in Austin are pretty awesome!
1: Really, I would stay underneath my bed. <laughs>
2: don't like thunder and lightning no
1: thunder is okay but lightning i'm scared of
2: ah interesting yeah i just I, i feel like i was inside and so very safe um and warm uh, it may, actually makes me think of homeless people. And I feel so uh, like I'm praying for people like that when they don't have somewhere to be inside. Because I don't even know how you would survive something like that without being indoors. But oh my goodness, it's a really, it's very dramatic. And it kind of gets my creativity flowing. And I, I really, really enjoy it.
1: Yes, maybe it's because it brings you good memories from your childhood. So where did the name Maddie Sparkles, American Scottish Sparkle, come from?
2: (laughs) People always ask me this. Well, over the last 25 years, I've been wearing sparkles on my eyes. And so I um, decided when I was back in the UK to actually launch my own line of sparkles. And so I wear them every single day. It's become my trademark and uh, people just call me, and I decided to call myself Maddie Sparkles because people have always called me Maddie and Sparkles just seemed like the obvious second name. Uh, And also I write a lot. I have my inspirational poetry book. So that's by Maddie Sparkles. And America Scottish Sparkle came from, I've been doing quite a lot of TV interviews over the last year. And so it just was a phrase that came up, America's Scottish Sparkle, because I'm Scottish and I wear sparkles and I talk about light and I talk about the angels. So it fits really well. And actually, you have sparkling blue eyes. They are very beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. You know, actually, Lucia, my eyes are actually green. You probably can't see it properly. But um, yes, I when I wear the sparkles, it, I guess it kind of makes your eyes look a little bit different color sometimes, depending on what. sparkles you wear
1: yes and i'm not very good with colors i cannot differentiate some colors but if our listeners are curious about your eyes they can check on your website so maddie you experienced medical setbacks for three decades can you tell us more about this
2: Yes. So in my 20s, I was going through a really dark time. It was, um, I think, a real build up from childhood of just feeling uh, lonely and misunderstood and very anxious. And so I it felt like it was coming out of no mer- nowhere in my 20s. I developed chronic anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts. And I had panic attacks on a daily basis that were really traumatizing and paralyzing and you can tell that I'm very sociable and I love meeting people but during this time in my life I just couldn't even go out the house I became very agoraphobic I didn't want to see anyone I couldn't commit to any invitations or if I was out for dinner with you I would just leave like on a whim Um, I just couldn't really handle life at that time um, but thank goodness I was able to speak to uh, a really wonderful psychologist at the time who helped me deal with my thoughts and putting my negative thinking into more of a positive framework. It was actually CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. And that became a huge part of my path in terms of really looking at life in a positive way and really turning all the negatives around and looking for the silver linings in life. And that is very, very much what I teach now, teach other people not just people with anxiety or depression, but just people in general, when things can get quite complicated or difficult, especially over the pandemic, and life can feel overwhelming. There's ways that you can actually look for the blessings, look for the abundance around you, look for the silver linings. Because I really believe, Lucia, that there's always a gift in every hardship. There's always something that's trying to teach you something. So that's the, that was my 20s. My next decade was my 30s and that's when I my childhood dream was to study in New York and become an actor and I finally made it there and I'm, I'm about to graduate and I find out when I go home to Scotland for a medical checkup, I find out that I have ovarian cancer and that was completely like, wow, really? Oh my goodness. And because I was in a very New York mentality, I was very much like matter of fact about it. I spoke to the oncologist in Scotland. I was like, I know why it's happening. Just tell me what you're gonna do. I really need to know because I wanna get back to New York because I've got this career that I wanna get started. And he was like, are you okay? Like you're being very matter of fact about this. And I said, yep, I know exactly why. It's because I have a lot of anger stored up in my body and my body's trying to tell me something. Well, he was just looking at me like I was nuts. (laughs) He's like, I think that you really need help. But I really did understand, like I knew Intrinsically, I knew there was something that was trying to release from my body and this was how it was showing up. Um, I also, um, I had a real journey with that because when I was, you know, fast forward, when I was ready to have my first surgery, I ended up having three surgeries. And when I had my first surgery, the night before, I was lying in the hospital bed in Scotland because I came back from New York to do it. And I was watching this documentary on TV and it was this woman who had cancer who wanted to cycle the length and breadth of the UK from Land's End to John O'Groats. And she was so positive and she was all about making money for charity and giving back and helping other people with cancer. And I was lying in bed thinking, wow, maybe I'm not supposed to be an actor. Maybe actually my life has led me to this point and I'm supposed to be helping people like she is. So that later then led me to uh, become a a life coach uh, and I turned that into a transformational empowerment coach. So uh, that was how I ended up going from acting to coaching (laughs) and it was a fantastic choice because it really suited my personality and what I wanted to do in the world for others. So yes, I did have three surgeries, but I didn't need to have chemotherapy and I didn't need to have radiation therapy, thank goodness. And I think that was largely because I was constantly really allowing myself to look at the positives. I was thanking my body for the parts that did work. I was feeling really grateful for my life, for the wonderful doctor that I had, for the family that I have. Uh, And I was really focused on the positive throughout that whole time. And I really feel like that in part helped heal myself during that time, that I didn't need to have radiation or chemo. Very, very blessed. And I actually have just done uh, a few panels this month uh, for uh, for Cancer awareness in South Africa and talking to other people just to help it's more the families the families can feel very overwhelmed about it Um, you know when it's happening to you it is scary but it's also even more scary I think for your friends or family who are completely helpless and don't know what to do about it so that was that part of my life And then the next decade in my 40s, of which I'm about to end, I'm going to be 50 next year, I uh, was diagnosed with MS, multiple sclerosis. And this one is very interesting. I feel like, again, it's my body's wisdom, my body telling me to really listen to my truth, that I really need to um, have a lot of integrity and authenticity with what I do and the things that I choose and the way I eat and my lifestyle and that you know that's always been a big thing for me i'm I'm very naturally i love to eat sugar which is the worst thing for inflammation so i have to be very careful with that But again, I've been really wanting to treat myself uh, naturally and holistically. So I've been taking a lot of really good supplements. I've been swimming three times a week and I I work out when I can, maybe twice a week. I do a lot of walking with my dog. And so, and again, frame of mind. So, so far, so good. And I, um, you know, I just feel, I feel good. I feel well. I, I think a lot of the time with MS, it can be fatigue. But the other thing is that I don't tend to get into big, conversations with people about my illnesses because i don't see myself as that i don't see myself as someone with uh with a disease i just i see myself as healthy whole and complete and even though i can hold the space for other people that have it i don't tend to join groups and get into conversations about medical stuff because i don't really like to focus on that so that's kind of a little bit about my background of three decades of interesting surprises
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: That is an amazing attitude. Instead of thinking why it happened to me, you just decide go and face the problem.
2: Yes, I've worked. I worked hard from that with that from my twenties because I think if I had the mindset that I had then, which was just full of fear and panic all the time, and thinking "Why me? Why me?" and you know, I I've been I've done a number of courses like personal development courses over the years, and there was one that I did with Michael Bernard Beckwith that I absolutely loved, and he was talking a lot about um, things are not happening to you. Things like that's victim consciousness. Things can happen uh, for you or things can happen through you, you know, so there's there's real um, or things can happen as you. So I like to take that stance and feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience on Earth. So there's going to be lots of things that happen as human beings that are quite difficult and we feel like, Oh, our natural reaction is, Oh, why me? But really, if you, if I, whenever I come back to, I'm a spiritual being, having a human experience, then my spirit, my soul is housing this body. And I'm so much more than my physical body. So I feel really proud to know that. And I feel very grateful for the body that I have because so much of the time it does work perfectly. Wow. You were, one of the strongest people
1: to be able to see the world with such joy and positivity considering your journey up to now so maddie where do you think this attitude come from were you always this way i mean before the therapy
2: i think yes i think i was Listen, Lucia, from the age of two and a half, (laughs) I was a free spirit. I actually ran away out the door, out the house when my mother turned her back at the kitchen. I think she was in the kitchen and I saw the door open and I just thought, yes, this is my chance. And I left the home. I took my little dolls for a walk with their little pram and I took them to the end of the street, left the pram at the end of the street. You know what I mean by pram? The uh, little dolls, yeah. And um I can't remember what they call that in America, a pram, like a buggy or a stroller. Yeah, that's it, that's it. And I left it there at the end of the street, uh, and I went off across this very busy road and I went to the swing park and I had the best day of my whole life. I was two and a half. I was tiny. I had a little blonde ponytail, really, really cute. I mean, I saw pictures of myself when I, at that time and I went to the park and I met a lady who gave me chocolate. And of course it was the best. And then. I guess at that point, my mother must have, I don't know, maybe my mother had been like wondering where I was and called the police or something and all the neighbors were out looking for me. But this big policeman came and spoke to me and brought me home. And I remember, I have like flashbacks and I remember leaving the house. I remember leaving my dolls at the end of the street. I mean, today I remember that. And I remember going to the swing park and meeting this woman. I think I can even remember what she looked like. And so, for me, that was the biggest adventure. I was always so excited to to go on adventures and be really curious and meet people and talk to people. Apparently, I was talking to people from my uh, from my stroller when I was a re- with a baby, and I would say hello, man, to people walking past. And I've always been like that. I've always been wanting to connect with people and to lift them up and to cheer them up and to entertain. So I think that was always my nature. Uh, I'm a free spirit. I'm an Aquarian. You know, I just love adventure. I love to travel. Are you Aquarian as well? We have so much in common.
1: Yes, I'm Aquarius.
2: Oh my goodness, when's your birthday? My birthday is on February 2nd. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say February 6th. We're like a few days apart. I'm six of Feb.
1: I knew we had so much in common. You were talking and I said, wow,
2: she's just like me. That's so funny. It's funny because, of course, I appreciate all the signs. But whenever I meet Aquarians, it's like that kind of zany, humanitarian, (laughs) like colorful, that kind of vibe. I just instantly connect. It's like we understand each other like right away. So that's, that's amazing. But yeah, so I think I was always... Um, a really um, just heart-centered, intuitive, sensitive being. I, I mean, I know that. I know that about myself. I know that when I was two and a half, I could read people and I felt my mother's emotions and I knew, you know, how to cheer people up. So that's always been a part of my, in my nature. Well, that's amazing that you still remember this day. I have to say that I, you know, I talk a lot about the angels in my life now, and I use that whole um, mythology or uh, the angelic realm to work with my clients when I'm, even when I'm doing uh, coaching or when I'm pulling cards for people. And I really believe that I've always had my guardian angel around me. and, And, you know, I believe that my angel probably saved me that day when I was in the park because, That woman, I, you know, if that policeman hadn't showed up, then I, who knows, I could have been taken away. Who knows? I mean, you know, I was very cute. (laughs)
1: Yes, a cutie pie. And besides being an intuitive healer, you are also a poet and you published a poetry book called Sprinkles of Glitter, which is written for parents and children. So what was your inspiration behind this
2: book? This is my book. I know that the listeners can't see it, but it's a very, again, very joyful with some beautiful illustrations um, and each chapter, um has each chapter is the the name of the month and it's alliteration so like jazzy june or um you know um juicy june rather or marvelous may um you know dynamic december um and fabulous february and each chapter starts with a quote and ends with a quote and there's about five or six poems in between and these poems are all really connected to and derived from nature and from our dreams and our inspirations and our aspirations. So it was, it was written really from me at different times in my life over a five year period when I was living in Scotland, England and America. And some of the things that I was going through but I was always looking at the light and looking at the joy and the possibilities and the abundance around me. So depending on where I was, if I was in Scotland, the scenery and the nature around me would have been different to when I was in California. So some of the poems have have references to where I was living. Um, sometimes they're about relationships and heartbreak. Sometimes it was about just going for a beautiful walk with my dog. So yes, I, I I wrote them for myself originally, and then I started sharing little versions on the first of each month. I would post them on Facebook. And then after a period of time, one of my cousins in London said, you keep posting these little, like two or three lines. Why don't you publish a poetry book? And I was like, wow, really, maybe I'll do that. And I did. And so it's been really, really lovely and received really well.
1: And I can see that is for children and also their parents.
2: Yeah, it's, it's actually written for anyone. Like, I, I, you know, for people that are spiritually minded, they'll appreciate it a lot. And um, some of my friends, quite a lot of my friends who have kids will read the poems to their children. They might not fully understand every word, but there's some beautiful, bright pictures. There's a go- gorgeous illustrations by my wonderful friend Yasmin Saski, who is a wonderful illustrator and artist based in Vancouver, and she was the one that did my designs for the book. And yeah, so a lot of parents read them to their children, and it rhymed. All the poems rhyme, so they're they're they're. I like to say that I deliver sage wisdom with childlike enthusiasm. That's what I'm all about. (laughs) That's lovely. So
1: this childlike enthusiasm really comes through and is quite contagious. Nadia, why do you think you connect so much with the
2: idea of adding magic to your life? Because there is so much darkness and there can be so much anxiety. And I've been through that. And it's interesting because... People, even when I was in London working in sales, cause I often had sales jobs throughout my life because I'm a people, I'm a connector. It's my natural thing. I just, I've never, and every sales job I had along the way, I never saw myself as a salesperson. I saw myself as someone very passionate about a product or a service and wanting to share it with people authentically. And so that's why I was always really, really good and could bring in millions of dollars and, and a lot of money like in the UK and in America, actually, depending on where I was working. And so I really always felt like, you know, life, really is magical. The fact that we are here is a miracle, like the chances of us actually being born uh, is such a miracle to be here. And so, Even when I was going through sadness, even when there were hard times, even as a child when I saw my mother or uh, another human being having a sad day, I always knew that there was hope and there was light and there was possibility. And that is something that I just know. I just know it about life. I know that we can literally, what we focus on expands. And I know that at any given time, I can count five reasons on my left hand each finger I can count five reasons why my life sucks right now right and at the same time right now I can look at five reasons on my right hand five fingers on my right hand why life is the best it's ever been and they're both true so which one do I want to focus on do I want to look at the five reasons on my right hand why my life is beyond a blessing and I am so full and wealthier than I could ever hope for or I do I want to focus on the five reasons, which are probably a bit more petty of why, oh my gosh, this is so annoying and frustrating and life sucks at the moment. You know, so I think for all of us, we live in polar opposites. And there's always going to be pros and cons. There's always going to be good and bad. That's just what it is to live life. And the great thing is that we learn from the things that are harder or difficult, or the the left hand with the five reasons why life sucks. That's just showing us what we really truly want and what we can aim for. So I feel very excited about the magic in life and sharing the whole concept of living magically. Please keep
1: sharing, Maggie. You are a blessing
2: thank you oh and i was going to say add in the angels to that recipe then you're like oh my goodness i feel like i'm being held all the time and the mistake that we make i think often as humans is that we think we get into our head we get into our ego we start believing what we hear about ourselves like oh i'm not good enough or i can't do this or someone else is better whatever it is fill in the blank for you then you know i'm sure the listeners will be having their own reasons as well But then you just think, well, that's just my head. That's just my own human perspective, which is quite small compared to the whole possibilities and the bigger picture of the universe. And so when you bring in the angels and then you know that you have a guardian angel, because we all have a guardian angel, whether you believe in it or not, that's with us all the time, that's looking out for us and guiding us and wanting to help us be the best version of ourselves, then how can life not be magical knowing that? Absolutely,
1: and I also believe that we have uh, guardian angels. And you mentioned you've healed yourself through a spiritual journey. Matty, uh, what advice would you give to any of our listeners out there who are experiencing difficulties or challenges and want to try to heal themselves as well?
2: Well, first of all, I would say that I'm definitely not a doctor. And everyone's journey is very personal. And so if you are recommended by a doctor or someone to have medication or to have surgery or whatever that is for you, then yes, obviously you listen to your doctor, but at the same time, you can do research, do your own research, get a second or third opinion, because not everyone thinks the same way. I personally believe that the mind-body-soul is so strongly connected that we can heal ourselves with our thoughts and our feelings. And I feel it having MS in my body I, my energy fluctuates, and I can feel it that if I'm having a fantastic day, and I'm feeling really positive and optimistic, I physically feel stronger, I feel unstoppable, invincible, I feel like I can walk stronger, taller, long for longer periods of time. Versus if I'm having a, a difficult day like let's say I had a disagreement with my fiance or let's say uh, I had something that didn't work out for me um for my career or something like that or for work, just things that might come up, you know, maybe something that I heard in the news, which I don't often even re- listen to the news anymore, but the little things that can come up that can really affect you if you're sensitive or if you're feeling like you know you're struggling with something can literally affect your physicality well for me that's how it feels so i really work hard to to really uh, look for the blessings but also when i say work hard it's not so much working hard looking for the blessings it's more about staying mindful all the time of what's coming out my mouth, the things that I'm saying, what I'm taking in, what I'm listening to, who I'm connecting with. You know, if I feel like there's a really strong negative energy somewhere, I'm not going to walk into that. Or if I feel like there's a lot of hardcore news going on that is just devastating, yes, I know the story, but I don't have to keep watching it and keep listening to it because it's just going to affect my system, my nervous system. So we find out what works for us. And for me, it's been very much about the thoughts that I think, the the visions that I have, the feelings that I feel in my body. Literally, I can feel it like they're, the cells are regenerating. They always, you know, the cells are, are regenerating every seven years, we're like a brand, almost like a brand new person inside. And it's really about, again, diet and exercise and lifestyle and sleep because I've always been a real night owl and I have to, I really do have to work hard to get myself to, to bed earlier than even midnight. And so when I can really take care of myself in that way, I know that I'm in, I've i got a very good chance of feeling really healthy, but it's different for everyone. Exactly. And, you know,
1: this is not an official statistic. This is purely an adult. But something I noticed when I was a physical therapist was that my patients who were more positive and more open
2: were more successful in their treatment. Wow, there you go. That's it right there. That's really great to know. And you experienced that. I mean, to me, that makes total sense. To me, that just it It's like of course that's gonna happen because w you know every it's all energy, and if you're talking to someone and they're they're excited about life or they've got some good news to share, then it's you can feel it coming from them, you feel good hearing it and it's like a flower it just it it kind of reminds me of like a plant where let's say the flower is drooping and then they hear this great news and you pour water and have sunshine it opens to this beautiful bright sunflower and if you keep it in the dark and you don't bother with it and you don't give it the right nutrients it just then starts going like that and it, it dies and I think that's the same with us I mean I've not actually ever used that analogy but just talking to you and hearing that it just reminds me of that I saw this sunflower in my in my mind when you We were talking about that. I love this analogy, very well said, Maddie. I'm just speaking from my own experience, you know, so I, everyone, you know, the most amazing thing is that were unique. There's only one of me in the whole world. There's only one of you in the whole world and all the listeners that are listening. There's only one of you. When we really think about that, we don't think about it very often. But when you really think about that, it's mind blowing and it's very exciting. And I was actually sitting in uh, the living room with my fiance the other night and I just looked at him and I said, Do you know what babe? There's only one of you in the whole world and you're sitting right beside me on this sofa right now and there's only one of me and you're sitting beside me and the two of us are here unique beings and we've chosen each other and we're here and this is I find this so incredibly fulfilling and exciting and that's why every time I meet someone or cross paths with someone it is a blessing because not only is there just one of that person in the whole world, they've got something to teach me or I've got something to teach them, or we have an exchange and we're all helping each other sometimes consciously, sometimes subconsciously, but we're all so connected yet. We're individual unique beings. It's incredible. It is. We are
1: all connected and Maddie, you are so fabulous. Are
2: you currently working on anything new you'd like to share with us? Oh yes, thanks for asking this question. I am working on, there's a couple of things. I have my Living Magically retreats happening in Italy next year, next summer. And I'm very excited about this. We're going to be really uh, connecting with and talking about and in the presence of the angels. And we'll be doing a lot of empowerment uh, techniques. And I would love for people to leave with their inner sparkle radiating out of their eyes, out of their heart, out of their body, just walking on air, feeling incredible, all the while being able to visit between five to seven cities in Italy, including Verona and Venice and Milan and Florence and Pisa. And also we'll be staying in Sabianita, which is a beautiful little old town and we'll be uh, based there and there'll be absolutely beautiful food, stunning nature and all the flights will be included. Uh, including like airport pick up and drop off. It's going to be a five-star luxury retreat from start to finish. And you'll leave feeling that hope, feeling that excitement, feeling recharged. You know, any anxiety or worry or self-doubt that maybe has been plaguing you will, hopefully, my plan is that it will be dissipated because you'll be surrounded by this beautiful energy and learning so many amazing things. So that's one of the things that will be happening from... Uh, May 29th to July 2nd and there will be five separate weeks and each week there will be space for 10 people and for the 10 people you can bring your friends or have family or your partner or you know just get away from from people if you want some space. So that's the plan. Uh, And at the same time, I have, I think there's five different books coming out, and there's my online course that I'm working on, Living Magically. And it's all about manifesting your dreams and living the life that you came here to live. Mehdi, you are adorable. (laughs) How can we find you? Please give us all your contacts. Yes, uh, for my angel readings one to one, you can also find uh, me on Maddysparkles.com. So www.maddysparkles with an S at the end.com or on Instagram, Maddie, M-A-D-D-I-E, underscore sparkles with an S at the end, underscore eight. I say this because there is someone out there called Maddie Sparkle <laughs> and she's an Australian pole dancer. So I just want to make sure that people get the right person. So Maddie Sparkle's with an S at the end is me and I'm all about the angels and the magic of life.
1: Awesome. Also, our uh, listeners will be able to see you and read your article on our website, com, and also on the e-magazine's brand education, Google News, and Flipboard. Thank you. Of course. And you know, Madzy, I don't know how we can
2: exchange this amazing energy through the computer. I feel exactly the same way. I feel like I've met a best friend for life, a kindred spirit. I'm so excited. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, Lucia, for having me on your incredible Uh, podcast and your wonderful RV. And I, it's been such a blessing. So thank you so much.
1: If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember,